0: This week on the show, selfish reasons to listen to your own podcast, building social audio into your podcast strategy, eight podcast marketing mistakes you might be making, and much more. Here we go.
1: Marketing news. Content news tech news, sound news, interviews, product reviews, podcast reviews, for creatives by creatives. This is Podcast News Weekly with Sean Savage.
0: Selfish reasons to listen to your own podcast. Appealing to the needs of your listener base is key to making a successful podcast. But there's one listener who has slightly different needs than the rest. Make sure you're fulfilling their needs too. What needs does listening to your own show fulfill for you, the podcaster? What is it that you get out of experiencing your own show as a listener? You need to listen to your own episodes like a listener, not a producer. Listening back makes you a better podcaster. The craft of podcasting is one of continual improvement. You can listen to other podcasts to learn other techniques, but you can't know why certain decisions were made by those other podcasters. But you do know the what and the why of your own specific choices made during your own production process. Listening back to your episode when you're not in production mode lets you evaluate whether or not those choices worked out. Even long-term podcasters are constantly improving. Some listen back with even more intensity than most listeners. More like an athlete reviewing their own game footage with a finger on the pause and rewind buttons, taking hours to pour over just a few minutes of footage. Listening back to reassure you're a good podcaster. Podcasting, like any creative endeavor, can leave you feeling quite vulnerable. Listening back to the way listeners listen can boost your self-confidence and give you proof that, yeah, you're good enough to keep going. Listen to your episodes like a listener can give you reinforcement that you're doing a good job and that you know what you're talking about. Listening back can keep you humble. Podcasting is often done in isolation where it's easy to become a bit too full of yourself. This problem is compounded if you're not getting much or any feedback from your audience, or if your podcasting peers don't want to tell you what they did and didn't like about your recent episode. It's up to you to keep yourself in check. Ensure that what seemed like a good idea in the moment of production came off every bit as impactful, deep, or as witty as you planned listening back as a defensive move maybe you listen back for self-preservation reasons chances are someone is listening to your show it might be your peers it might be your competition it might be your prospects all groups of people you want to make a good impression upon listening back gives you confidence that you're putting your best foot forward and that you didn't say anything dumb. Listening back can keep you on mission. Everyone has their own reasons why they podcast. You need to check the final product to make sure it worked, to ensure not just that you're hitting the right notes, but that you are producing a show that is the perfect fit for who it is for, and is in fact why they are there. What's your reason for listening back to your podcast episodes? What need does it fulfill for you? Building social audio into your podcast strategy. How best to utilize this emerging medium and engage with your listeners in real time. Clubhouse certainly heralded the era of social audio. The question now for the podcast industry is what to do with it. Social audio can further your ability to engage with your listeners in real time. Podcasting has cemented its seat at the media table. With social audio, you can find a new audience that may not have existed before. Expand your podcast reach with social audio. How can you best utilize it to grow your audience and downloads. Social audio is about being able to engage with your listeners in real time. Think of it as an extension of the interactions you're already having with your audience who happen to be fans or followers of you and your show on social media. The difference with social audio is that now you're able to have a real-time two-way dialogue with them. Want to get feedback on the show? Receive ideas for future topics or guests? Understand who your audience is? All of this is possible with social audio. Not to mention the people who follow you in social audio, but aren't podcast listeners today. Introduce them to your podcast and teach them how to download your show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever they want to get their episodes. Ultimately, Social audio will be a great tool for enhancing your existing podcast marketing strategy. Think about how you're announcing show launches or promoting a podcast today. Now think about how that could change if you had a live audio channel available on platforms that reach almost 4 billion people worldwide. Radio broadcasters have had an advantage in podcasting for a long time because they have this huge megaphone with incredible reach. Is social audio podcasting's megaphone? Starting up an Ask Me Anything style live audio room or meet and greet with high-profile guests you've had on the show are two options to consider for either regular or ad hoc social audio extensions of your show. You could also consider panel style events and maybe even charge for them once that's possible. It will be hard work. Growing your audience and downloads is already hard work, and realistically, it's going to keep being hard work, despite these new tools being added to your tool belt. It's a misconception that an audience will simply stumble upon your podcast out of the 4 million available, and that's the same for a social audio following. If you're going to have a successful social audio strategy, you've got to put in the hard work. This is going to be more effort than simply running some Facebook ads or paying for a promoted tweet, but the payoff could be incredible. Don't get discouraged if things don't work straight away or if you see others with more success. All these platforms are going to be experimenting with what works for their users. Follow their lead, and don't be scared to experiment either. Remember, people engage with each social media platform differently, just like you need to tailor messaging, promoting an episode differently today on Facebook versus LinkedIn versus Twitter. You should be thinking the same way when it comes to social audio. Engage with the right medium for the goal you're trying to achieve And talk to them accordingly. The good news is that podcasters are already one step of the way there. Why? Because you're great at talking. Leverage your skills as a conversationalist. Four non-negotiables for starting a successful podcast. Here are four key steps to launching a successful podcast With the power to move audiences. Identify your purpose. Before launching, identify your big purpose, the mission you stand for. A bigger purpose will help sustain your podcast even when it begins to occupy precious calendar slots. When energy and motivation wane, your original purpose, the reason why you did this thing in the first place, will always get you back on track. Lead generation can't be your only motivator. To transcend the noise of the crowded podcast marketplace and inspire people in a real way, audiences need to know what you stand for. The strength of your stage depends on it. Find your angle and style. Every successful podcast employs its own unique style, tone, and angle, all of which help it stand out in a sea of comparable shows. Finding your perfect style doesn't happen overnight. Often, it develops over time. Listen to other amazing podcasts, note the things they do really well, replicate them, and make them better. Make them your own. Be clear on how you want to sound, how you want your audience and guests to feel, and what unique value proposition you bring to the table. If you can nail down those elements in advance, you'll be the hardest act to follow. Be authentic. While a formal structure is important, nothing matters more than authenticity. Asking your guests questions on the fly often leads to the most revealing answers, and audiences appreciate candid moments over robotic discipline. Flubbing lines, technical fails, forgetting a thought mid-sentence. We've all made those mistakes. Choose authenticity over perfection every single time. As we continue this week with my equipment setup, we're following the signal flow. If you missed the first two episodes about the Shure SM7B and the Neumann U87, you can go back and listen to those previous episodes. We started with the microphones, one for online and one for radio and voiceovers. The next thing my signal chain is the DBX 286s The DBX286S is a full-featured channel strip processor that delivers a studio-quality microphone preamp and four processors that can be used independently or in any combination. So you are currently hearing me going through it right now. Sonically pristine DBX286 Mic Pre has a wide Ranging, and control. It has switchable phantom power. 80 hertz high-pass filter to remove low-frequency hum rumble. It also has that classic DBX OverEasy compressor. It is so smooth. This is one of the reasons I love this unit. It delivers that classic in-your-face performance that only a DBX compressor can do. It eliminates vocal sibilance and high-frequency distortion. It does this with the tunable de in the unit. The enhancer has high-frequency detail, and it can add sparkle and crispiness. And the low-frequency detail can add fullness and depth to your vocals. And it cleans up the muddy low-end mid-range. I'm a really big fan of that. It has separate threshold and ratio settings, and it has an expander and a gate as well. That will allow you to subtly reduce headphone leakage and surrounding noise. The DBX-286 offers a full complement of metering and status LEDs to guide you through achieving the right sound, and more importantly, the right level. For me, this unit is all the external mic processing you need in one box. I use it at the radio station. I have two units at my studio. And it is the shortest, cleanest signal path to keep your audio sounding great. Eight Podcast Marketing Mistakes You Might Be Making Podcast marketing is only as effective as its execution. Whether you're launching a new show, wondering how to give some plateaued download numbers a jumpstart, or just looking for ways to maximize exposure, marketing a podcast effectively seems to have a lot of people stumped. Marketing anything well is hard. Success is hard won usually arriving after many grueling months of rolling out your marketing plan. After all that hard work, most want a nap, maybe even a high five. But not to think how they're going to maintain those activities and momentum. Here's some common missteps and how to correct them. Press releases with no audio player. You've put all that effort into a press release, for a noteworthy episode, or show, or season release. It's picked up by the usual outlets. Some don't even need a press release, and even runs in some mainstream publications. That fatal sign-off line is used. Find the show wherever you get your podcasts. But where is the audio embed player? Make it easy for people to hear your trailer, right there and then only promoting your show on social media. While you're busy writing all those press releases, why not throw a short article into the mix? All sites and publications are in the business of serving content. Why not help them out by providing some viewers? And it doesn't have to be difficult. If you have an episode on a timely topic in the news, or even a prominent guest, a co-host or interviewee, You can draft off this content while including the audio segment and get it into a relevant industry body website. If you're lucky enough to create podcasts at a company which also has radio stations, newspapers, TV shows, e-newsletters, or any other media, use them. Get your podcast on the radio. Avoiding cross-promotion opportunities. Podcasters are often overly worried that cross-promotion will somehow cannibalize their own audience. It won't. And you should dabble in cross-promotion if you're unsure. Be a guest on another show. Find out which shows in your network have a shared audience and run promo ads or feed drops to build awareness. Blanket social media approach. You're going to have a different makeup of potential listeners on each social media platform who all interact with those platforms differently. Write different posts for each and share a short clip. Create engaging audiograms for your episodes and segments. Sometimes you don't want or need to share your audio, or our platform won't have the functionality available. So create your own image to better engage in a dialogue with those users or catch their eye. Forgetting links, tags, and hashtags in your post. Guests you've interviewed don't have the time to find and share an episode. Some creators have success sending an easy-to-digest set of options in an email. If all else fails, just make sure you tag them. A retweet or a reshare is a lot easier than having to think up and find time to make content. Do you have a timely topic? Use hashtags. Better yet, set up Google keyword alerts for topics you routinely cover on your podcast category. You get a daily summary, and you can jump on an opportunity to share some audio content. Storing up ratings and reviews for some sort of podcast apocalypse You've started and signed off every episode with the obligatory Leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast, But you don't share them. Testimonials are the holy grail for product marketing. Don't be shy and get them out there. Share them. Hesitancy to open the wallet. You've spent a decent amount of money getting your podcast off the ground. Be brave and aim to spend at least the same amount advertising it, whether it's in podcast ads on similar shows or to promote some of those social media posts. Assuming people know what you're promoting. Remember that you've built and are marketing a product that not everyone in the world understands or listens to. Be clear about what you're selling. Don't assume everyone knows what a podcast is. Make it easy for people to find and engage with your content. And don't be scared to engage in a lot of marketing trial and error. That's all the time after this episode. Head over to our website. You can connect with us. Join me next week. Until next time.
1: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to stay in touch with us. Follow us on all socials. The handle is at Podcast News Weekly and our website is podcastnewsweekly.com. Let us know what you think of the show and what we can do better to serve you. Join us next time for your weekly midweek roundup of podcast news. For creatives by creatives. Podcast News Weekly.